Chapters 12 to 16 of 1 Corinthians from the World English Bible. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by William Healy. 1 Corinthians from the World English Bible. Chapters 12 to 16. Chapter 12. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers, I don't want you to be ignorant. You know that when you were Gentiles, you were led away to those mute idols, however you might be led. Therefore I make known to you that no man speaking by God's Spirit says, Jesus is accursed. No one can say, Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Spirit. Now there are various kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are various kinds of service, and the same Lord. There are various kinds of workings, but the same God, who works all things in all. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the profit of all. For to one is given through the Spirit the word of wisdom, and to another the word of knowledge, according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, and to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit and to another workings of miracles, and to another prophecy, and to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of languages, and to another the interpretation of languages. But the one and the same Spirit works all of these, distributing to each one separately as he desires. For as the body is one, and has many members, and all the members of the body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For in one spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether bond or free, and were all made into one spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot would say, Because I am not the hand, I am not part of the body, it is not therefore part of the body. If the ear would say, Because I am not the eye, I am not part of the body, it is not therefore part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole were hearing, where would the smelling be? But now God has set the members, each one of them, in the body, just as he desired. If they were all one member, where would the body be? But now they are many members, but one body. The eye can't tell the hand, I have no need for you, or again, the head to the feet, I have no need for you. No, much rather, those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. Those parts of the body which we think to be less honorable, on those we bestow more abundant honor. And our unpresentable parts have more abundant propriety, whereas our presentable parts have no such need. But God composed the body together, giving more abundant honor to the inferior part, that there should be no division in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. When one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. Or when one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now you are the body of Christ and members individually. God has set some in the assembly, first apostles, second prophets, thirdly teachers, then miracle workers, then gifts of healing, 
helps, governments, and various kind of languages? Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Are all miracle workers? Do all have gifts of healings? Do all speak with various languages? Do all interpret? But desire earnestly the best gifts. Moreover, I show a most excellent way to you. Chapter 13 If I speak with the languages of men and angels, but don't have love, I have become sounding brass, or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy, and I know all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith, so as to remove mountains, but don't have love, I am nothing. If I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and if I give my body to be burned, but don't have love, it profits me nothing. Love is patient and is kind. Love doesn't envy. Love doesn't brag, is not proud, doesn't behave itself inappropriately, doesn't seek its own way, is not provoked, takes no account of evil, doesn't rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will be done away with. Where there are various languages, they will cease. Where there is knowledge, it will be done away with. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is complete has come, then that which is partial will be done away with. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I felt as a child. I thought as a child. Now that I have become a man, I have put away childish things. For now we see in a mirror, dimly, but then face to face. For I know in part, but then I will know fully, even as I was also fully known. But now remain faith, hope, and love, these three. The greatest of these is love. Chapter 14 Follow after love and earnestly desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. For he who speaks in another language speaks not to men, but to God. For no one understands, but in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. But he who prophesies speaks to men for their edification, exhortation, and consolation. He who speaks in another language edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the assembly. Now I desire to have you speak with all other languages, but rather that you would prophesy. For he is greater who prophesies than he who speaks with other languages, unless he interprets that the assembly may be built up. But now, brothers, if I come to you speaking with other languages, what would I profit you, unless I speak to you either by way of revelation, or of knowledge, or of prophesying, or of teaching? Even things without life, giving a voice, whether pipe or harp, if they didn't give a distinction in the sounds, how would it be known what is piped or harped? For if the trumpet gave an uncertain voice, who would prepare himself for war? So also you, unless you uttered by the tongues words easy to understand, how would it be known what is spoken? 
for you would be speaking into the air. There are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world, and none of them is without meaning. If, then, I don't know the meaning of the voice, I would be to him who speaks a foreigner, and he who speaks will be a foreigner to me. So also you, since you are zealous for spiritual gifts, seek that you may abound to the building up of the assembly. Therefore, let him who speaks in another language pray that he may interpret. For if I pray in another language, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the Spirit, and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. Else, if you bless with the Spirit, how will he who fills the place of the unlearned say the Amen at your giving of thanks, seeing he doesn't know what you say? For you most assuredly give thanks well, but the other person is not built up. I thank my God I speak with other languages more than you. However, in the assembly, I would rather speak five words with my understanding, that I might instruct others also, than ten thousand words in another language. Brothers, don't be children in mind. Yet in malice be babies, but in mind be men. In the law it is written, by men of strange languages and by the lips of strangers I will speak to this people. Not even thus will they hear me, says the Lord. Therefore other languages are for a sign, not to those who believe, but to the unbelieving. But prophesying is for a sign, not to the unbelieving, but to those who believe. If therefore the whole assembly is assembled together, and all speak with other languages, and unlearned or unbelieving people come in, won't they say that you are crazy? But if all prophesy, and someone unbelieving or unlearned comes in, he is reproved by all, and he is judged by all. And thus the secrets of his heart are revealed. So he will fall down on his face and worship God, declaring that God is among you indeed. What is it then, brothers? When you come together, each one of you has a psalm, has a teaching, has a revelation, has another language, has an interpretation. Let all things be done to build each other up. If any man speaks in another language, let it be two, or the most three, and in turn, and let one interpret. But if there is no interpreter, let him keep silence in the assembly, and let him speak to himself and to God. Let the prophet speak, two or three, and let the others discern. But if a revelation is made to another sitting by, let the first keep silence. For you all can prophesy one by one, that all may learn, and all may be exhorted. The spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets, for God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. As in all the assemblies of the saints, let your women keep silence in the assemblies, for it is not permitted for them to speak. But let them be in subjugation, as the law also says. If they desire to learn anything, let them ask their own husbands at home, for it is shameful for a woman to chatter in the assembly. What, was it from you that the word of God went forth, or did it come to you alone? If any man thinks himself to be a prophet, 
or spiritual, let him recognize the things which I write to you, that they are the commandment of the Lord. But if anyone is ignorant, let him be ignorant. Therefore, brothers, desire earnestly to prophesy, and don't forbid speaking with other languages. Let all things be done decently and in order. Chapter 15 Now I declare to you, brothers, the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, in which you also stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold firmly the word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you first of all that which also I received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to over five hundred brothers at once, most of whom remain until now, but some have also fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, as to the child born at the wrong time, he appeared to me also. For I am the least of the apostles, who is not worthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the assembly of God. But by the grace of God I am what I am. His grace which was bestowed on me was not found vain, but I worked more than all of them. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was within me. Whether then it is I or they, so we preach, and so you believed. Now if Christ is preached that he has been raised from the dead, how do some among you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, neither has Christ been raised. If Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain, and your faith also in vain. Yes, we are found false witnesses of God, because we testified about God that he raised up Christ, whom he didn't raise up, if it is so the dead are not raised. For if the dead aren't raised, neither has Christ been raised. If Christ has not been raised, your faith is in vain, you are still in your sins. Then they also who are fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If we have only hoped in Christ in this life, we are of all men most pitiable. But now Christ has been raised from the dead. He became the first fruits of those who were asleep. For since death came by man, the resurrection of the dead also came by man. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ all will be made alive. But each in his own order. Christ the firstfruits, then those who are Christ's at his coming. Then the end comes, when he will deliver up the kingdom to God, even the Father, when he will have abolished all rule and all authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy that will be abolished is death. For he put all things in subjection under his feet. But when he says all things are put in subjection, it is evident that he is accepted who subjected all things to him. When all things have been subjected to him, then the Son will also himself be subjected to him who subjected all things to him, that God may be all in all. Or else, what will they do who are baptized for the dead? If the dead aren't raised at all, why then are they baptized for the dead? 
why do we also stand in jeopardy every hour? I die daily, by your boasting which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord. If I fought with animals at Ephesus like men, what does it profit me? If the dead are not raised, then let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Don't be deceived. Evil companionships corrupt good morals. Wake up righteously and don't sin, for some have no knowledge of God. I say this to your shame. But someone will say, How are the dead raised? And, With what kind of body do they come? You foolish one! That which you yourself sow is not made alive unless it dies. That which you sow, you don't sow the body that will be, but a bare grain, maybe of wheat or of some other kind. But God gives it a body, even as it pleased him, and to each seed a body of its own. All flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one flesh of men, another flesh of animals, another of fish, and another of birds. There are also celestial bodies and terrestrial bodies, but the glory of the celestial differs from that of the terrestrial. There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars, for one star differs from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption, it is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor, it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness, it is raised in power. It is sown a natural body, it is raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. So also it is written, The first man, Adam, became a living soul. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. However, that which is spiritual isn't first, but that which is natural, then that which is spiritual. The first man is of the earth, made of dust. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As is the one made of dust, such are those who are also made of dust. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. As we have borne the image of those made of dust, let's also bear the image of the heavenly. Now I say this, brothers, that flesh and blood can't inherit the kingdom of God. Neither does corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we will be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. But when this corruptible will have put on incorruption, and this mortal will have put on immortality, then what is written will happen. Death is swallowed up in victory. Death, where is your sting? Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the Lord's work, because you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Chapter 16 Now concerning the collection for the saints, 
as I commanded the assemblies of Galatia, you do likewise. On the first day of the week, let each one of you save, as he may prosper, that no collections be made when I come. When I arrive, I will send whoever you approve with letters to carry your gracious gift to Jerusalem. If it is appropriate for me to go also, they will go with me. But I will come to you when I have passed through Macedonia, for I am passing through Macedonia. But with you it may be that I will stay, or even winter, that you may send me on my journey wherever I go. For I do not wish to see you now in passing, but I hope to stay a while with you, if the Lord permits. But I will stay at Ephesus until Pentecost, for a great and effective door has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. Now if Timothy comes, see that he is with you without fear, for he does the work of the Lord, as I also do. Therefore let no one despise him, but set him forward on his journey in peace, that he may come to me, for I expect him with the brothers. But concerning Apollos the brother, I begged him much to come to you with the brothers, and it was not all his desire to come now, but he will come when he has an opportunity. Watch, stand firm in the faith, be men, be strong, let all that you do be done in love. Now I beg you, brothers, you know the house of Stephanus, that it is the first fruits of Achaia, and that they have set themselves to minister to the saints, that you also be in subjection to such, and to everyone who helps in the works and labors. I rejoice at the coming of Stephanus, Fortunatus, and Achaicus, for that which was lacking on your part they supplied, for they refreshed my spirit and yours. Therefore acknowledge those who are like that. The assemblies of Asia greet you. Aquila and Priscilla greet you much in the Lord, together with the assembly that is in their house. All the brothers greet you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. This greeting is by me, Paul, with my own hand. If any man doesn't love the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be accursed. Come, Lord. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. My love to all of you in Christ Jesus. Amen. End of chapters 12 to 16. End of 1 Corinthians.